Bismillah, Elhamdülillah, Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin, Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. Nehmedullah Teala, ve nagsafir eşhedü en la ilahe illallah, vahdehu la şerike lah. Eşhedü enne seyyidina Muhammeden abduhu ve habibuhu rasuluhu, sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve zvacihi ve sabitati hulafe rahşin mahdimin ba'dih. وزرائل المتي على التحقيق خصوصا منهم على الميت خلف رسول الله التحقيق أمر المؤمنين حاضر رضي أبو بكر عمر عثمان وعلي وعلى باقي صحابي صحابين رضي الله تعالى مجمعين يا أيها المؤمنون الحاضرون اتقوا الله تعالى إن الله مل الذين تقلدين هم محسنون الحمد لله رب العالمين صلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء المرسلين سيدنا مولانا محمد ولا عليه وصحبه أجمعين all praises are due to Allah, Lord of the universes. All praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who describes his meeting with his Habib in Suratul Najm, saying, Bismillah rahman rahim By the star when it sets, your companion, Muhammad has not strayed, nor is he deceived. Nor does he speak of his own desire. It is no less than a revelation that is revealed, taught to him by one intense in strength. And he grew clear to view when he was on the uppermost horizon. Then he approached and came closer until he was at a distance of two both length or even nearer. Then he revealed unto his servant that which he revealed. The heart did not lie in seeing what it saw. Will you then argue with him about what he saw? And verily he saw him yet another time, near the Sidratul Muntaha. Near that is Janatul Ma'wa, when the low tree was surrounded, was shrouded by that which shrouded it. The eye of the Holy Prophet did not turn aside, nor did it exceed the limit. Verily, he saw one of the biggest signs of his Lord. We are asking peace and blessings upon the Holy Prophet with the words of Imam Jazuli in the Dilal Hayrat Sharif saying, Bismillah Rahman Rahim, Ya Allah. Bless the owner of authority. Ya Allah, bless the owner of the crown. Ya Allah, bless the Sahibul Miraj. Ya Allah, bless the owner of the staff. Ya Allah, bless the rider of the noble camel. Ya Allah, bless the rider of the Burak. Ya Allah, bless the one who passed through the seven paradises. Ya Allah, bless the one who is the intercessor for all peoples. May peace and blessings be upon him and upon his noble family and his blessed companions, especially upon the four Khulafa Rashidin, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazrat Umar Farooq, Hazrat Usman Al-Ghani and Hazrat Ali Al-Murtaza and all those who follow them until the last day. May peace and blessings be upon the Mashaykh of this most noble Naqshbandi way, the guides to the Tariqat of the Sahabis. May peace and blessings be upon the Ottoman Sultans, the upholders of justice, the helper of the helpless, the lovers of Rasulullah. May Allah love those who love them. May Allah curse those who hate them. 
May Allah hasten the return of their rights to them. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balikna Ramadan. Ya ayuha mu'minun, O believers, welcome to you in this holy day of Jummah, the last Jummah of Rajab Shahrullah. Welcome to you in this holy day as we are preparing to greet the holy night of Laylatul Miraj. May Allah accept what we have done in our lives up to this time and not let it to be cancelled and waste. May Allah give us life to increase in obedience and submission and muhabbat to him in the coming days and nights. May we emerge from these holy days and nights as good servants of Allah, his Prophet and their friends that they are pleased with. O believers, we will soon enter into the night of Miraj. The Miraj, it is one of the holiest nights in our calendar. Imam al-Busri, Qadaslah Sir, is describing some of the events of Laylatul Miraj in Qasidatul Burda Sharif, saying, You traveled from one sacred place to another sacred place. Just as the full moon travels through the pitch black night, you continued rising until you reached your destination. Qaba Kawsain, none reached it, or did any seek it before you. You were preferred as the Imam of the Prophets, just as servants give preference to their master. And you passed the seven heavens with the Prophets, and in that procession of angels and Prophets, you were their Sahib, their leader. You are granted the greatest and highest rank, and the treasures that you have been granted are beyond understanding. O people of Islam, good news to us, that we have been granted the blessing of a pillar which can never be destroyed. When Allah called the one who invited us to his obedience, the noblest of messengers, so too did we become the most noble of ummats. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik alayhi. We are trying to be believers. And the believer, he must always be learning and becoming better. So when we hear about the Miraj, it cannot be just to listen to Maulids and to get lost without becoming better. We have to learn. We have to become better believers. The believers must have a guide to show him the way. And that guide is going to make a person to understand what he needs to take from the seerah of the Holy Prophet so that he can walk on the way of Rasulullah Our guide is Sahib al-Sayf, Shaykh Abdul Karim al-Kabrisiya Rabbani, Qadaslullah Sir. And he is saying to us, the Miraj happened several years later after his declaring, La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. During that time, so many enemies of the Holy Prophet was attacking him. He was sitting alone in one corner of the Kaaba in Mecca when Abu Jahil came with all his foolish friends and said, Look at this one. He said to the Holy Prophet, Are you a prophet? Prophet looked at him and said to him, Yes. Abu Jahil said, Look at him. He is a prophet and he does not have a single person around him. What kind of a prophet are you? Look at me. Look at all my buddies around me. If there was a prophethood given, it should be given to me. Prophet was hurt by it. He was sad. Allah addressed him that day with the angels. Oh, my prophet, is that what's bothering you? 
Right away, he sent Jibrail salam, saying, Take that one to Miraj. Bring him to me. Let him to see. It was not that he did not believe, but looking at their ignorance and arrogance, his heart was crying, saying, How are they addressing? How foolish the things they are doing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took him from Mecca, bringing him to Quds. There, 124,000 prophets were ready for the Prophet and he made two rakats prayer with them before he elevated from the earth to the paradises. There is another sign that Shaykh is putting in our heart now that elevation to the paradises through the physical form must be from there. So many doubts Muslims have today saying, oh, Prophet went there with spirit through dream and not body. It must be spirit and body together. If it was a dream, then he has seen hundreds of thousands of dreams. Why does he have to say that miraj to us? The body, the physical form moved. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala moved it from Mecca to Quds and from Quds to his divine presence. When Holy Prophet came to Masjid Al-Aqsa, 124,000 prophets were ready. They gave bayat to him before he reached to paradise. They accepted his prophethood. All the prophets came and passed before he came. They accepted that he's going to come. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them ready there to accept and to give bayat to that holy prophet before reaching to that journey. So all nations coming through all those prophets, the prophets gave bayat and thereby all those nations gave bayat to the prophet The believers, those who were believing in their prophets, it is a big blessing to them. But what about us? Holy Prophet is saying to us, if two days are the same, if the believers' two days are the same, then the believer is losing. Every day that you are living in this world, you have to make progress. You have to reach to higher station. You have to go higher station every single day. You have to be able to lift this whole self-body down and you have to reach to Miraj. We must prepare our hearts and we must prepare ourselves to be ready for that miraj, to be ready for that elevation because what is given to the Holy Prophet is given to his nation. It is given to those people who are following his footsteps. These are the words of our Shaykh. We must become better every day. We must walk in the footsteps of the Holy Prophet the way to do it as our shaykh, as our grand shaykh are telling us every day is, to, is by leaving the slavery of the ego and becoming in control of the ego. Our grand shaykh, Sultan al-Awliya Shaykh Mawlana Muhammad Nazim Mahdi Rahakani Qadaslasir is saying, electricity is a power which can kill you if you don't know how to use it. But mankind knows. If it was out of control, it would kill you. But even so, we need it because it helps us. The ego is also dangerous. But if under control, it can be like burak. You must learn how to use it. If someone gives you a helicopter, but you don't know how to fly it, what is the use? Even if you would be able to fly, where would you go? It is useless if you don't know how to use it. So don't ask, why Allah? gave us an ego. If it was useless, he would not have given us one. It has so much wisdom. It can take you from earth to heavens. Don't ask why. 
The Prophet said that we should not be the same two days in a row. Today must be better than yesterday, and tomorrow must be better than today. We must come closer and closer to the Divine Presence of Allah every day. Every day we should be approaching our destination. We don't know which is going to be our last day. The person who understands the real meaning of serving their Lord, of religions and of heavenly commands is lucky. Why do we have heavenly rules? To bring us closer to our Lord and far away from our ego. Hell is for those who are with their ego and paradise for those who are coming closer to Allah, the Almighty. Cursed are those who run away from Him. They are fully heedless. Those who are moving closer and closer every day towards their Lord are blessed. Sultan Ilalia speaks the truth. Our ego is wild. And it means to destroy us. And if we approach it ourselves without guidance, without help, without a trainer, or if we approach our ego in disobedience, in stubbornness, towards our guide, towards our trainer, it is going to ride on top of us. We are not going to ride on top of it. So how do we learn to control that ego so that it turns into a burak? Shemolana is pointing to it, talking about those who are moving closer and closer every day to their Lord. The ones who are beloved to their Lord, the earlier with them, we can make that ego to become a burak. If not, it is going to make us to become wild animals, just like it is. Hazrati Mawlana Jalaluddin Rumi Qadassasir is opening this in his Masnavi Sharif, saying, Holy Prophet said, I am like the ship of Nuh in the flood of time. I and my Sahaba are like the ship of Nuh. Whoever holds tightly to us will gain spiritual openings. When you are with the Shaykh, you are far removed from ugliness. Day and night, you are a traveler, and in the ship, you are under the protection of a life-giving spirit. You are asleep in the ship. You are going on the way. Do not break with the profit of your days. Do not rely on your own skill. You might be a lion, but you are self-conceited and in error and hated when you go on the way without a guide. Beware. Fly only with the sheikh's wings so that you might see his armies in plain view. Your wings will be the waves of the sheikh's mercy. Later, you're carried up by the flames of the sheikh's harshness. Don't think they're a contradiction. Through though their effects observe how, through their effects observe how they're in union. Now we will make you fertile like Greenland. Then he'll inflate you like wind. Understand, he leaves the murid's body to lie fallow, so roses grow on it as in a meadow, but only he sees it. Let it be known that the scent of paradise can be smelt by the pure alone. Empty your mind of disbelief in the friend, that it may feel sweet smells from the rose garden of the friend. So that you may feel the scent of paradise from the friend. 
as Muhammad والسلام, the scent of Ar-Rahman in Yemen. If you stand in the rank of those who make the Miraj, becoming nothing will take you to the heavens like a burak. Not physically, as if your aim is the moon, but how a cane can change to sugar soon. Not how mist rises in ascent, but just like how a fetus, a fetus becomes intelligent. The steed of being nothing becomes a good burak. It brings you to real existence. But only if you become nothing. Its hoof brushes the mountains and seas until it puts the world of physical senses behind. Set your foot into the ship and keep going quickly like the soul going towards the soul's beloved. These are the words of a great friend of Allah. And there is endless advice within those words. The biggest lesson there for Murid is that there is no traveling, there is no ship, there is no journey without the shaykh. And without keeping the shaykh in the heart, without preserving the love of the shaykh, without guarding the heart from all the attacks of shaitan, there is no burak, there is no miraj, there is no progress. Even if a man does nothing except keep the love of a wali in his heart, he will be saved. But if a man does nothing and removes the love of a wali, he has no safety. As our Shah is saying, opening up some of the conversation between Allah and his Habib on the night of Miraj. So in the night of Miraj, Holy Prophet والسلام, is saying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me three groups of my nation. He made them into three groups and he said to me, take them, Ya Muhammad. And Holy Prophet is saying, the first ones, they are the Sahabis and the Awliya from that time until Judgment Day. They are coming. The second ones, they are the Muslims that when they are in difficulties, they run to Allah. Soon as ease comes to them, they start becoming easy on it too. They are running to dunya and Allah, back and forth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to the Prophet ﷺ, because they love you, I forgive them again because of you. Because they love the Sahabi and the awliya kiram, I forgive them. I give those groups to you too. And the third one Allah is saying, they don't do any worshipness, they don't do anything, but they always love the friends of Allah and they want to listen to them. But the orders of Islam becomes very heavy on them and their ego and they don't do, but they love the friends of Allah. And Allah is saying, Ya Muhammad, this group also I'm giving. This group also I'm forgiving. I'm giving it to you because they love the ones that they love you. Because that they love the ones that I love. So because of that, I'm forgiving them too. But they all have different levels now in dunya and ahirat. They cannot be in the same level. Sahib al-Sayf speaks the truth. As Holy Prophet said, a person will be with the one that he loves. We say that we love the Prophet. We say that we love the Shaykh. One of the most basic levels of love is that the dirt, the worry, the concern, the pain of your beloved one, it becomes your pain. You have the same worries. And you don't sit comfortable until you ease the dirt 
the worries of your beloved one. So what is the dirt of the Holy Prophet and his inheritance? What is their worry? And Sahib al-Sahib is saying, if you have so much love for the Prophet, you should have felt the pain that the Prophet is going through. So you will not. You should not be happy about it. Yes, you should have felt when the Holy Prophet ﷺ is looking at this nation 24 hours a day and he's seeing that this nation is running 24 hours a day into the darkness, you should have felt. But you don't. So you're just fooling yourselves. Not here. You can say it there. You can go to the Prophet's tomb. You can open the tomb and enter in it if you want. You don't see it that way. You have to feel it there. So wake up to yourselves. Holy Prophet ﷺ just went to Miraj and he came back and when he came back he said that he had seen in the Miraj and he was crying for his nation. But you are not crying for your own selves because you became Firauns. You don't feel anything. How are you going to cry? You're not feeling anything. You became a stone. Your hearts became just like stone. Your love disappeared. There is no love. Love will make you cry. Love to Allah and His Holy Prophet, yes. Then you look at every living creature with different eyes, different love to every living creature. So wake up to yourselves. We are living the last days. Either be a problem or be the solution of the problem. You can do only one thing. Yes, run and ask forgiveness. It doesn't matter who you are and what you are. It doesn't matter how much you know. Look at the people in the first Jahiliya, what happened to them. They lost every feeling. Their hearts became stone. They were not feeling anything anymore. That's why they were burying their own children. But their hearts became stone. They had no feeling. That's what happened to you. Check yourself and understand what you didn't change for this dunya. You will understand. Yeah, so this is the second Jahiliya time. And the Holy Prophet is saying that the second Jahiliya is going to be worse than the first one because in the first one, at least, when they didn't know, they knew that they didn't know. And they sat, they listened, and they learned. But in the second Jahiliya, they're not going to know. They are going to fill themselves up with so many wrong knowledge which is not going to give benefit to them and they're going to think that they know so much and they are not going to listen to nothing and nobody. They're going to think that they are in the front lines of Islam. But they are just like the arrow that enters inside the animal and comes out from the other side. They are going to enter Islam just like that and coming out from the other side. They are still going to claim that they are the best ones. And Allah is saying, Jalla wa subhanahu wa ta'ala, O you who came after accepting the truth, after accepting Islam, are you going out again? Who is he saying that to? Allah is saying that ayat to who? To the unbelievers? To kafir? Or to the believers? To the Muslims? Saying, after accepting, you are going out again? Sit and think a little bit. And what is the biggest knowledge? The biggest knowledge is for a man to know his limits. And when you finish there, step on your ego and go find somebody. Ask and learn the knowledge that you don't know. Don't open books and computers, because shaitan knows so much better than you. 
Holy Prophet وسلم, is saying, be careful from the vision of a believer, but you don't have that vision to see which one is taken out and which one is not. And you need to go find somebody to hear, to sit, to understand, and to do. Yes, take it any way you want and do anything you like. You can claim that you know the best. You can run forward. If the permission is not given to you, maybe one day it will be granted to you because you ran. But you will be responsible for every drop of wrong thing that you do in it to. So intelligence is to submit yourself to Allah and His Prophet and to those who are in authority. If you do, you will win for yourself. If you don't, then Allah is not losing. His Prophet is not losing. These are Sahih al-Sahib's words. And his words are haq. In this Juma, as we approach the Miraj, inshallah, let us make intention to live according to these words. May Allah help us to protect our hearts. May Allah help us to protect our ashq. May Allah make our hearts to be according to the heart of our beloved. Inshallah, in these days of Allah's forgiveness and mercy, we are asking with the dua of Hazrat Hassan al-Basri, the Zansir, saying, Ya Allah, I seek your forgiveness for every sin that makes me hated to your servants and makes your awliya stay away from me or that distances me from those in your obedience due to the wildness of my disobedience, my mounting grief and my doing of sins. Amen. Amen. Astaghfirullah.